Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. Bada bing, bada boom, we are back again. <laughs> Shake your hips like you mean it. <laughs> All right. I don't know why, but that, that just sort of made me want to shake my hips. Yeah, okay. Bada boom. <laughs> That's not really what I was going for. I was going for more like an Italian kind of gangster vibe. Ah, bada bing, bada boom. Unfortunately, I sound like Malibu Barbie when I... <laughs> <laughs> so like a big piece of mozzarella yeah, yeah that's okay, it yeah. that's it um Fat welcome tiny. everyone to another episode of message on the machine my name is mitch and my name is age or you can call me fat tony apparently <laughs> yeah go for it <laughs> and we are up to episode number what is it this is episode 18 wow so we're finally legal we're finally just like Shit. i don't need my fake id anymore nah throw nah. it out throw it out bitch. do you know when i turned 18 the bottle shop that i would go to as an underage yep. person, I went to there on my 18th birthday and there was this gorgeous couple that owned the bottle shop near my house. And he looked at my ID and said, oh, your name's changed. <laughs> and just served me and had a laugh to himself and off I went. That's perfect. Yeah. How was old beautiful. was the ID that you used to use? Um, it said that I was probably three years older than my actual age. Oh, that's believable. So I'd gone from 21 to 18 overnight. That's that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I Mine was like fucked. Mine was like... <laughs> I think I was like 16 and mine said I was 22. Okay, cool. <laughs> so that says a lot about me and... I imagine you was like a, a very hairy 16-year-old who was like probably the same height you are now. Am I sort of nail around the head sort of situation? Yeah, or? I'm actually not as hairy as people would assume for an eye tie. <laughs> No, you're no, not. You're I'm actually not. not. I'm one of the lucky ones. Like, I don't have the back hair or any of no. that. Like, I've got, like, you know, the full, like, the dark features. You're pretty hairy from the waist down and the neck up, though. Front. Hairy it's in just, the... It's yeah. just the trunk section. Yeah, I'm all all smooth in the rear, yeah. which is nice. <laughs> Bring it up the rear. Yeah. Smooth Watusi. Smooth Kabusi. <laughs> Much right. better. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, how was your week? My week has been... Yeah, it's been okay. We obviously had the lockdown that we went into in Melbourne, which yes. was, um, you know, if you live in Melbourne, you know exactly how that felt. And if you don't, then like, I'm sure wherever you are listening, you've probably been in and out of lockdowns yourself. So they're not that fun, but... We're such like veterans of this narrative now, aren't we? Isn't it? Wasn't it just the case? It was like, oh, that's happening. Don't like it, but whatever I'll make do. Yeah, back again. At least it's only four days and not 115 I, this time. Literally, so. yeah, I know. That was... So yeah, so Friday night, knowing that we were going into that, I... Had to have a blowout, surely. Sent it hard, yep. as they say. When you've got the time limit of midnight, it's like... Cinderella is fucking <laughs> yeah. here and she's ready to fucking party. Literally. literally. Cinderella's yeah. doing tequila body shots of <laughs> Prince Charming. Like, you know, in Bridesmaids when she's on the plane, she's like... <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Was, yeah. So Great. Friday night was fun. Perfect. Um, yeah. Went for some margs and whatnot. So that was good. Um, and then, yeah, the rest of the weekend was pretty boring because of the lockdown, I guess. Yep. Um, totally. Didn't really do much, but... Um, yeah, back on the grind and everything now. So that's always nice. Um, we're yeah, actually good, good. just chatting with the girls today at work now that like the weekend and the, our future's obviously back to semi-normal. So mm. we were talking today actually, and I have to bring this up because I pissed myself. Sure. And if anyone else out there has ever used this term, please send us a DM because I died. 
I'm chatting with the, the new work gals, yeah. we're planning, you know. <laughs> Around the water cooler, we're very just good. just like all applying various shades of fake tan um, mm. around the water cooler. Yeah, that's right. And then, so we're chatting about like where we'll go, we'll hopefully go for some work drinks anyway. And one of, the, one of the gals turns around and says, yeah, and then we'll just go back to your house for finish offs. And I said, oh. what? <laughs> I said, finish offs? What the fuck? And she's, I'm like, do you mean kick-ons? <laughs> she's like, I hate that word. And I was just like, yeah, finish-offs. Is that a thing? So is it a thing? Have okay, I've it? never heard of it before, but my instant reaction, like my linguist brain kind of just yeah. dissecting it. Kick-ons obviously means <laughs> we don't want it to finish. Thank whereas finish-off is like, this is now end time. We're wrapping it here. Yeah, which mm. I think, you know, is a much purer... <laughs> like sentiment yeah. but not one that I would ever really want to attend she's like oh I'm scarred from that like I can't use that word um, so that's the story of that great <laughs> there you go there you go and that's what scarred her and that's a great episode see you later guys yeah, perfect <laughs> how was your week um, well I obviously was house sitting for my friend over the lockdown that's right yep so basically one of my best best friends in the whole world her and both of her roommates were away over the weekend and they'd recently been robbed so oh, obviously such a shit story. Fucked. Yeah. Obviously they're all out of the house at like various locations for this lockdown and then can't get back. Ah. Uh, who do the, who do you call? Who, who would you, you call, call to guard the house? Big bad Mitch. <laughs> Big bad Mitchy. Did you still have your husky sick voice? Absolutely. From the I did. I was before. barking at the gate all weekend. That's why it's still kind of knock, lingering. Knock. What do you want? <laughs> So I just kind of had like my first taste of sort of living out of home by myself. True. Yeah, which was awful. So that's why your clothes are stained. You've <laughs> yeah. got haven't eaten in days. <laughs> You've got tomato paste coming off your chin. Yeah, literally. I'm. Oh God, thank God we can't have a visual. <laughs> thank God again, another week where we're happy. This is thank a God visual. it's not a visual medium. Yeah. Um, oh, that's I, funny. I do want to bring up a couple more things, just, you know, while oh, I've got go the other room. Yeah, we've got the First time. of all, so driving to the studio today, yeah. there was, there's this window washer that I always drive past. Mm. He's quite good looking. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> do you know him? Nah. Because I fucked him. Like, with him, yeah. <laughs> oh, the one on the corner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no. no, I just could tell from your face, like, your mm. eyes are beaming over him. Every night... It just always puts me in a good mood before I... Um, <laughs> Let's unpack it for a minute. Mm. Is it the fact... Is it like the grungy side of his, like... Does he have that about it? Does he maybe have I don't like... know, because the grunge is there. Like, he's clearly and unfortunately without a home. Okay. Yeah. Um, Like, he has his whole setup on the side of this highway. Okay. But if you really take the time to look at his face... Yeah. So he's, he's actually beautiful. So he's got a canvas. He's obviously spends all his time outdoors. He's very tanned. Mm-hmm. He has that like kind of like, you know, like athletic slim build. <laughs> I'm ready to pay him to dance on my bonnet for I'm me. Fucking... All right. Okay. I'm yeah, I'm with you. I'm there. Yeah, I'm cool. It could be like a really hot scene out of a porno. That's what kind of, you know. Washing yeah. the window. I mean, there's only like 10,000 cars around, yeah. but I could just That's jump in the back seat. Public exhibitions a bit, it can be hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bit sexy. A bit, yeah. bit nice. You can yeah. wipe my windows anytime. Next thing I want to talk about you is not so sexy. Emails. <laughs> Raining it back. Playing yeah. to all our audiences. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. We're getting we'll back to work. Tick the gaze. So... <laughs> I have been feeling a little bit overwhelmed at work recently. Okay. And over like the Christmas break period, I read this article that basically said people who 
sort their emails into folders are wildly inefficient. Okay. Because you spend so much time sorting when you can just search for what you need. Fuck, this is so weird that you're saying this. Why? Because obviously, well, you finish. Okay, so basically... Finish the story, like the scenario. Yeah, so basically I have been like, well, fuck this. Why am I sorting my emails for no reason? Like I'm decreasing efficiency. And I do just use the search function constantly to find any kind of correspondence that I'm looking for. Did you know, did you come to that light bulb though or ever have that light bulb pre this article? I sort of thought a little bit like Mm. I'm a, you know, hamster in a wheel here and what's actually (laughs) happening. Yeah. But I just like things to be in their place. So that was enough to sort of... makes you feel organized. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so now I'm like, what, almost two months into not sorting my emails and I'm actually like, (laughs) every time I look at it, I'm like, I feel sick. Yeah. Like I have, I get a lot of emails at work. Mm. Like I currently have 3,000 just sitting in my inbox. Mm. That have been unsorted from like the last few weeks. I know it's so wild. And like, God, when you come in and like overnight and it's just like, literally, I'm like, what the fuck? It's fucked. And so I spent like a lot of my day today frantically trying to sort my emails. So you did file them. Well, I've just Even had Even though to, you've been told it's inefficient. Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> do you know? I actually canvassed the office. Obviously... I'm working from home today. So I started yep. emailing around uh-huh. being like, how do you file your emails? What's the system? What okay. are the hacks? Yeah. 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 Just kind of cherry picked all yep. the things that I thought were good. Be the best practice from yeah. all parties. And so now yeah. I'm trying to like create my own system. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you're going to create the elite system. <laughs> <laughs> so I can bring it back and be like, this is your flaw. Yeah. And that's yours. But um, no, I just feel so much better. Even only having 2000 emails in the box. <laughs> Yeah, well, you made amazing. progress. I was going to ask, do you sort? Well, file? the reason why I kind of was a bit, my jaw was on the the desk here, okay. was because I literally had a thought today because I'm obviously now back in the corporate space. Absolutely, yeah. And office girl, office girl is here. Dolly Parton, nine to five. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I've recently, when I started, like my first week, I did the same thing. I created folders because in my mind, I'm like, that will just really help me. It'll help things be organized. Yep. I need to find something. I'll go to the folder. Right, right, right. No, because today I literally, every single time I need to find something, I was just going to search and just boom, mm. boom, 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 boom. Mm. Also because like, it might, I don't really know like what subject title it's under or whatever. So I just, you can just search the name and it's there. Yeah. I literally had the thought today. Why the fuck do I have the folders? <laughs> I Why know. the fuck are they there? Like I don't, they don't do anything. They just make the initial inbox cleaner. That's yeah. It. I used to work with this girl, and because I've been filing by client, mm-hmm. she would file by job. Ah. So you know, a client might have thirty open jobs at any given time, and potentially like five hundred jobs in a year. Like oh, if if that. they're like if they're like, oh, we need a postcard created. That's a new job. She would file every email by its job. Jesus. Anyway, that's just not for me. Wow. There you go. Work hacks. <laughs> Something new to the show. I don't know how we got here. <laughs> Something new. You know, I don't say so. we have new fresh content oh, yeah, for absolutely. you guys. Keeping because, you on your toes. You know, we can talk about sucking dick and also how to file emails. <laughs> <laughs> Which both are just really putting something away. Imagine doing it at the same time. <laughs> oh, God. That's another porno. That would... I would really enjoy that. <laughs> All right. What was the last thing you Googled for me this week? Um, the last thing that I Googled was Ariana Grande ethnicity. Mm. 
<laughs> I'm looking at you like as if you. Why would you what, need like to know I'm that? Like I'm a racist. No, Which it's just I'm not. like why would you need to know that? Somebody it? just challenged me. I was so sure that Ariana Grande was a Latina. Uh huh. Of the Latinx, you know, the Latin persuasion. Yeah, I don't know if that's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, and it turns out she's not, she's a hundred percent Italian, which is what I was, I was going to say grande, like big. Oh, I just thought that like, means her name's Ariana big. Can yeah. I just say? And she's so small. And she's the opposite <laughs> that, which I think is, my mind is just, I love that. Yeah. I'm absolutely the mind blown emoji right anyway, now. Anyway, so Google's proven me wrong once again. What did you look up this some week? Some weeks it's your friend, some weeks it's not mate. It's no. okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> what did I Google? I actually Googled one mm. because the last time we recorded this, you presented to me the Britney Spears documentary. Oh, yes, of course. That Still I had shook by it. Heard the rumors about on whatever fucking weird channels I get my information that are mm. always incorrect or wrong or whatever. Yep. Anyway, so then Cup I. And string. Yeah. <laughs> then I did um, some little bit of research because I actually do quite like her and I would actually love to watch the doco. Mm. And I found a link. To it because oh, it's obviously did. not available on any main streaming platforms. Well, see, I just found it on YouTube. Yes, but I think it's since been taken down. I think so too because yeah. I had this conversation with a girl at work. Yeah, so now I've got my link. I'm ready. I just need a good hour aside. I'm not sure mm. I'm going to find that hour. No. <laughs> I'll be up at 4 a.m. tomorrow <laughs> just to watch the doco before work. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I'm going to sit down and watch that because I've heard like some really interesting things. Oh, and it's great. Yeah. We could turn into a Britney podcast, like, Maybe we do quite it. easily. Yeah, who knows? Be cutting those two girls' lunch, though, really, wouldn't we? Why, WTS. Sorry, that was me abbreviating watch this space. I was like, I don't know what that is, but... Just really processing that WTS really slow. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. Well, in the words of John Mayer... <laughs> You're talking shit again. (laughs) Something, something. It's a heartbreak warfare. (laughs) Something like that. I just, yeah, I can't correct you. I don't know really a huge amount of of John Mayer, to be honest. That's okay. That's, um... Are you a Mayer fan or... No, like, I've got a sprinkle of Mayer in the iTunes library. Yeah, itinerary, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I, I would like, you know, pop in and out. Great. Wouldn't buy a ticket to the concert. Yeah, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> I think that really paints the picture. Doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um, so, no, we are obviously here today to talk to you guys about the... Heartbreaks. The very, yeah, deep and painful experience that is heartbreak. Yeah. I can't really sugarcoat it in any other way. Well, that's it, isn't it? Um, it, it kind of comes off the bat, I guess, because we were discussing what we did for Valentine's Day, which obviously <laughs> was fuck all. Yeah, which was absolute F.A. Um, but we obviously then just spoke about, like, wonder when the next time we'll be in a relationship, which kind of sent us to also, like, me kind of saying to Mitch, like, it's not all it's cracked up to be because it comes with a lot of pain. No, well, that's, I guess, really, I guess, the underlying theme of this episode is that I don't even know if I've actually had my heart broken, so you might be really taking the reins on this one. But... I think it's also a really great place to discuss that, though, because we put a um, thing up on the Instagram mm. sort of in preparation for this episode um, where we asked our listeners, have you ever, you know, would you ever say you've officially have had your heart broken? And some of you actually said no. Yeah. Which... I think, like, when you think about it, majority of people would be like, oh, yeah, and it's something that, you know, a lot of people can relate to, but it's also a lot of a thing that a lot of people probably don't go through mm. or haven't gone through. Well, that's just me voting no, trying to boost the post. 
on your various fake accounts. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> no, but like even I actually asked the um couple of the girls at work the other day in preparation mm. for this and um one of them actually turned around and said, No, I actually don't think I ever had and mm. I was like, So you're the heartbreaker then? Uh. And she was like, Oh no, I've never broken anyone's heart and like and I was like, Yeah, but like, you know, We'll get deeper into it, but like, yeah, is that yeah, yeah. the way it goes? Like, yeah. are you a heartbreaker, heartbreaker, yeah. or heartbroken? Well, then I guess to kick off, let's find out. Have you had your heart broken? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Just quickly, just we'll get into it later. Absolutely. Just yes. so we know where your experience is coming from. Yes, I definitely have. I think in many different ways as well. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think the heartbreaks are comparable in that sure. sense. Like, they all come in their extremities and. In, from different scenarios I think mm-hmm. you know I'm heartbroken when I go to the supermarket and there's no cookies and cream ice cream oh well I've been there girl I felt that one <laughs> the deepest break of all when your favourite wine's not available at the oh, stop it freak out I'm having PTSD flashbacks <laughs> no so yes I think um, yeah they come in different forms but you know I think you will probably find too the getting into it that you probably have felt I think I some felt something kind. close even if you've never been in a like a proper relationship before that's, you know, between you and a boyfriend and then you have a breakup, which is... Or a girlfriend. Weird. We don't judge. No, well, you would have a boyfriend, darling. <laughs> I'm joking. Sorry. <laughs> don't you fool Your anyone. face was so confused for like a second. <laughs> I was like, hold on a second. You ain't like the P and V. No, no, no. No, thank you. Not no. for me. Not not I. No, sorry. <laughs> well, in saying that though, mm. I know that you technically haven't had... The P&V heartbreak that you're so desperately longing for. Yearning for. for. <laughs> I just want my life to be the notebook. Yeah, you know? Basically. If I'm a bird, you're a bird. <laughs> yeah, I wrote you. <laughs> no, but, but I guess if I was to ask you, Mitch, what does it feel like or what do you think it feels like? I think whatever I've had that's close, it mm-hmm. actually feels like it's in your chest. Oh, fucking oath. Like, it's like, it's just this like sinking, I think, that yeah. you can't really shake. And I wonder if, like, I don't know. I feel like there must be some kind of link between, like, a heartbreak and, like, a depression. Like... Oh, 100%. Not having really ever experienced (laughs) either of those things, I just, in my mind, they would impact you the same way. Yeah. Well, we asked the listeners as well what they thought. Mm. We got some interesting responses. A lot of you said, like, pure anxiety... Just pure, like, stab. There was one that was, like, stab in the throat. My favourite was um, razor blades in your urethra and anus. Yeah, which is so... severely accurate, I think. <laughs> I was like, God, it seems like that would hurt, but... <laughs> You're, like, running away from Literally, I'm like, no, Deleting all you. your dating apps. Just yeah, like, I'm going to keep the razor blades <laughs> on the shelf where they belong. <laughs> on the face. What about you? What are you... What, how would you describe it? Look, I think it's definitely, you're on the, the right track there. Like, it's definitely a depressive state, mm. I think. Um, it's also, it's just crippling to your, like, functionality is the way I describe it. Like, you know, you see it in movies and stuff, but, you know, that ter- stereotype of, like, ice cream on the couch, can't get out of bed. Yep. Um, that whole, like, I don't want to go to work, don't want to socialise, don't want to do things. I guess so, which I think will get deeper into like the kind of the different stages of it, but that's not always the case. One for everyone, but two for the whole period. It's kind of like, you know, like grief. Stages of grief. Correct. Yeah. 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 Like, and I think one of the other stages is destruction. I don't think it's an official stage. I think it's just you wanting to break stuff. I'm going to say it's an official stage. (laughs) All right. All right. No, but it's, it's definitely something that happens with, 
a lot of people. Sure. Um, and I think we should just preface by saying that it's not always condoned. Like, mm. I understand fully that, like, there's absolutely nothing better than fucking drinking yourself sick mm. when you're in that feeling and whatever. Well, there's just nothing better than that in general, really, is there? I was going to so. say. And, like, look, whether you've heartbroken or not, if you've got anything going on in life, like, you know, people do often turn to, like... Pick up the bottle. Substance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And you know what? I think a part of it's great in the sense of, like, let the steam off where you need to. And you know what? It might not be as, like, abusive as it's. Um, we're sort of making it out to me. It might be like, let's go have mugs with the girls and just, like, forget about the, that asshole who's just mm. dumped me. Well, as soon as you're introducing tequila to the equation, it's just, you know, an accident waiting to happen, isn't it? The V is open. <laughs> Insert any P that's around. <laughs> yeah, right. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is also probably another sort of thing then that happens I guess hey like that whole like if you you can forget what's that saying like forget someone by being oh, under the best way to get else. over someone is to get under someone else that's it there, there you go. go thank you happy to help my wordsmith yeah series back here as always <laughs> um yeah so I think that that's definitely like a another thing that happens in this whole like journey mm. okay well you threw a song at me before I'm gonna throw one back at you now if you're ready to catch it go on um go on if a heart breaks, then it don't break even. Oh, the script. <laughs> the script. Buzz, Adrian, the script. <laughs> the script is in the room. Um, I just want to know what you think about that, I guess, concept. Oh, because it's an interesting one, hey? It seems like, obviously, it wouldn't. Surely, is, do you think there's always a heartbreaker and a breaked... A broken? <laughs> the breaky and the breakette. Yeah. yeah. Is that even... <laughs> no. <laughs> so, I think, yeah, look, it's circumstantial, but, like, I think... Yes, I think sure. that one person always ends up feeling more than the other. Even in those situations where people break up um, mutually, mm-hmm. I still think that one person at their core would probably be a little bit more upset than He's the doing other. doing the smashing. Well, do you think then that you've broken a heart? Yeah. Really? I think I have. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Even on a small scale. Sure. You know, it might Just be chip like... Just something off the edge. Boy thinks that I'm the bee's knees... Hashtag standard. Um, <laughs> Here we go. You know, and Turn then it up. all of a sudden, this bee in his knees, it's got the eek and needs She's to run away. Road. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Buzzing Fair off. Fair um, enough. So like, you know, obviously you're letting people down in that sense. But um, yeah, I definitely have. Like I've had been in previous relationships before that have obviously ended. And By you? At the hand of you? Yeah. Uh, yes. A couple of them did. Mm-hmm. A couple of them didn't. Um, but yeah, they definitely, it was the ones that did, yes, were by the hand, my hand, which Mm. I kind of brings me to that point though, of like, if you are just because you are the breaker upper, sure. God, we're just like fucking butchering it. No idea. (laughs) Edward Scissorhands with a blindfold on just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> to the English language, <laughs> literally, if, if you're the breaker upper, then you I just don't think you walk away without unscathed. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I, cause I can safely say that like, you know, my, one of my ex-boyfriends, when we did break up, like there was absolutely no way that I had just walked away and was just living my happy little life now because I dumped him. Like, God, well, it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Yeah. Right. Um, and go through like trying to function cause I was still heartbroken on the other side. Mm -hmm. Um, which was, 
Yeah, it's so like, it's actually really fucked when you look back. Like I said before, it is super crippling. And I think anyone who's gone through a breakup can definitely relate. But like, you kind of just like become a bit of a cloud. Like you kind of live in a bit of a cloud where you're just like, okay, like you said that you're not really thrilled by anything. Mm. Nothing really excites you. You're just kind of going about your day and you just, you're literally just like a monotone. Is like how I remember feeling. You stop sorting your emails, the whole thing. Yeah, why would I sort emails? Don't care. Yeah, don't give a fuck. Nothing really matters. Like, I'm single and I'm ready to. Like, yeah, I'm single, but I'm just like flat and like, and like, you kind of, you, and it comes in waves, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Like, there were moments, especially as the breaker upper, where I did feel like, you know, liberation and freedom and like, you know, like I was happy and I was happy with like, where life could potentially get, but yeah. when you're not there yet, it's super hard to enjoy that moment. Mm. You're mm. kind of just stuck where you are. And like, I guess for context, like I used to live with my ex-boyfriend, yeah. this particular one that I'm referring to, which was um, probably the hardest breakup, which is why I'm referring to it. Mm-hmm. We did live together. Um, and then when we broke up, I had to move back home mm. Back to mum's, which was like, you know... I mean, a geographical shift on top of everything else, just really... It's just kind of, you know, like moving your stuff out of that place and back, you know, to your family home when you, you know, like one, it was a bit of an ego, shot to the ego. Yeah. Um, got home. Back in with mum. Yeah. Younger bro had taken over the spare room, uh, my room. Right. So gotcha. then I had to go into the, what was then the spare room, which was literally like Harry Potter's fucking cupboard yeah. under the stands. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was just like, yeah, but it was fucked. Cause now I look back and I didn't care. Well, I guess I was so sad. I was just like, I'm yeah. just, just let me curl up on this bed and just cry in this small room and where none of my clothes fit in the wardrobe. And that doesn't even matter <laughs> because my room is the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> though yeah right okay so i mean that whole thing was like you know traumatic but it definitely you know you gotta then flip your mindset to like look back on reflection now and be like well it's you know what spurs you along to do so many other things in your life Mm. like you know i now can safely say like have gone on to buy my own property and like live in my own apartment and stuff which would i have done that Mm. post that experience maybe not like you know what i mean so you definitely have to like shift your focus onto like the positives and that kind of thing. And, um, and look like as much as going back to mum's was like, you know, a bit of an ego bruise to be back living under that same roof when you've lived at a home for quite a while. Like it was also super fucking nice to just have mum like mm. cook, cook for you. Yes. Do the washing. I'm familiar. Well versed in that line. Yeah, style. When you're sad, you can't be fucked doing any of that stuff. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's kind of like my most recent. Great. Break so, up. <laughs> <laughs> to answer my question, yes, you have broken hearts before. <laughs> well, you know, man, I'm not really sure how we got here. Yeah, no, right. I was yeah. really just trying to you stay know. on the track with you, but that's okay. I feel like Heartbreaker on, in the room. on the podcast, I'm just kind of hook myself up to this IV bag of blood donation and just bleed out. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just trying to catch the bags. <laughs> okay, wait on before I keep rambling have you broken a heart because i feel like that's kind of important um, i feel like you've got this like look about you like you would to be honest <laughs> <laughs> heartbreaker do you know i think i mean i don't really know i think it's it's a really hard thing to walk around being like oh yeah i'm a heartbreaker well no one wants that label well also you sound like a wank <laughs> maybe except like 
John Travolta. Like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, I break hearts left and right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon probably, yes, I have met some men under the disco lights and they've... Oh, I think you're a heartbreaker for sure. There's boys think... that pine over you. Yeah, But you just flick away. Probably. But the same the same way that I would be. Like, I don't think, like, you'd... I, I don't, don't think, think I've pl- severely smashed anyone to smithereens. Maybe one or two. I don't think you're a player. No. Thanks. <laughs> Lovely assessment. Yeah. No, but I think... As you know, we always say I've never been in a proper relationship. I've been very close a lot of times. Yeah. And most of the time it's me calling Do you calling have a fear off. of this, like, you know, sitting here listening to all this and, like, getting all these responses and fuck stories from our listeners and stuff? Like, as a person who's on the other side, do mm. you have a fear of, like, what that would feel like to live through that? No, I don't think so because I feel like I've definitely felt close to it. Mm-hmm. Like, the, again, without having ever been like, yeah, we're boyfriends. Like, yeah, I've yeah, pretty yeah. much been in almost a relationship a couple of times. Yeah, sure. And when it ends, it's still shit. Absolutely. I'm not, yeah. like, walking around like Helen Keller, just have no, no real <laughs> idea what's going on. What are we talking about again? Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, Something yeah, about yeah. your mum doing the dishes. I don't know how we got here. <laughs> when did you live with Harry Potter? <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think that's kind of what I hinted at before was that there's many forms mm. of this. Like, yeah. ones with like long term relationships, marriages, fucking people you met overnight. Mm. Like, it well, do you think then that you can have your heart broken by someone that you're not in a relationship with? Absolutely. Bit of an unrequited. Absolutely. Has that happened to you? Oh, girl. <laughs> you know it has. <laughs> Don't play dumb for the listeners. Segway. Yeah. yeah. Go on. Come with. Um, yeah, I mean, I've definitely thought that something was going to happen that hasn't. Yeah. Um, it ha- not recently, but, you know, it's been, it's, yeah, you know. It's happened. <laughs> Getting so awkward. <laughs> I know. Look, no, I understand. It's definitely happened. It's, it's, I think that's a hard one, the unrequited thing. Like, it has happened to me as well. And mm. it's very, um... It's like a different kind of like, it's comes, it's like rejection and heartbreak at the same time. Mm, yeah. You don't like you've been in a, well, you wouldn't know. No, sorry. <laughs> theoretically, sorry. But Thanks, theoretically, freak. if you're in a relationship um, and you've been in with someone long term, you're not really feeling that rejected by them kind of when it ends because you've had them for however long your period of time. You've is, had them. You've had them. Like yeah, right. three years, five years, two years. They're worn out. Six months. Like they yeah, at right. one point were committed to you. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's maybe the rejection elements just probably not as heavy, would you mm. say, as like the unrequited? I guess so. I mean, I... Can you tell me the detail? Like, can you give me some... Tell me the story. What's the unrequited story? I mean, there's been a couple, but it's sort of the classic case of boy meets boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> classic. Yeah. A lot of, lot of tension up front, bit of interest brewing. I'm not very good at turning that really into anything as we know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's a long drawn out sort of like half courting process. Oh, it's so painful to watch. Like fucking <laughs> did <laughs> you from the sidelines being oh. like, just give it a go. Then I'm like, that's a po- supportive parent being like, run Mitch, Literally. just fucking do it. <laughs> and I'm like a character from Bridgerton just standing in the corner. And you're just standing my fan. <laughs> yeah. Like mm, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Like God. Anyway, so that's sort of that for a while. Maybe we, maybe we kiss a couple of times. Yep. Maybe we something else happens. Maybe I'm thinking this is about to turn into something real. Mm-hmm. We're texting every day. We're hanging out. You know, which are all like 
common signs, mm. can I say. You're not crazy. Mm. And then um, starts dating someone else. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Great. And so that has happened. Gorgeous. Um, it was yeah. a really nice time in my life. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, we've kind of spoken about it a little bit on the mm. pod before. I had a crack at you once. Yes. And that was me in a very destructive period after <laughs> a situation like that. Because my reaction is to just throw myself at anything that yeah. breathes. Fuck off. Any ugly, fat little Italian that walks along. <laughs> and there you were, and I just went, you'll do. Oh, please. Your eyes lit up from the day you <laughs> saw me. Well, you know, I guess we'll never know. But um, <laughs> I was very much in the zone We're then really of feeding like... this story to the listeners. <laughs> like, drip, 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 drip. Um, by episode 100, we'll tell everyone what actually Maybe if happened. you're lucky, yeah. Um, but I was in that zone of yep. basically a rebound. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, I think if I did go through a proper breakup, God forbid, yeah. no one would be safe. Yeah, wow. I'm scared for the day. I'll I would be lie. ripping through Melbourne. So you're the definition of go underneath someone else yeah. to get over. Yeah, yeah. that would be your remedy. Um, we've had a little sniff of that and yeah. I think that would be what's I can definitely see that being your go-to yeah. remedy. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I noticed it, that it happens every time. Like if I'm on like a, if I'm on like a spree of men, yeah. no doubt someone has just said no. Yeah, righto. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then I'm like... Pulls you in the other direction. Yeah, I'm like a wounded animal. I start lashing out like, at anything. No, watch this. <laughs> Look how many others <laughs> say yes. Literally. God, how oh. fucked. It's funny when you say it out loud, isn't it? Yeah, God, I'm just <laughs> listening to myself being like, oh, I sound psychotic. Oh, girl, there are fucking worse stories out there. Trust me. Like, you're nothing compared to... Well, we actually asked for some breakup stories. The desperation that's out there. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them were pretty fucking funny. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Do I'm you want to hit us? Yeah, I'm just going to read one out one. quickly. So, a gorgeous listener. Um, what, should we, what should we name her? Let's give her Kathleen. Kathleen. <laughs> All right. So, Kathleen has responded to our <laughs> call out, um, basically being like, boys i've got a story for you feel free to use on the pod yeah cool. um which we love to see we love yeah you know audience engagement yes so um, thank you for everyone who wrote in yeah so she's written it in dot point form which makes it seem like very abrupt <laughs> and like hilarious so i'm gonna just like read out kind of the dot points in my own words you anecdote your life away girl this is yeah. this floor is yours yeah yeah i'm doing an annie you're you are kathleen <laughs> so hi kathleen here boyfriend breaks up with me now Ouch. ex-boyfriend continues to sleep with me for over a year. Oh, dog. Dog. Ex, first ex to the man. Oh, you can't have yet. <laughs> Male versus female, boy nah. cross. You can't have your cake and eat it too. No way. Literally. Yeah. So Especially this continues. Especially not Kathleen's cake. Not Kathleen's cake. Which is a juicy pavlova. <laughs> <laughs> Go Kath. She's got whipped cream on her bosoms. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Go Kath. So this continues for quite some time, and in that time, she changes jobs. Yep. Boyfriend starts acting really strange. This is ex-boyfriend, boyfriend, you know. So they obviously haven't decided, if they're sleeping together, like, they're broken up, but, like, he's still around. Yeah, well, so, he's still in and around. In and around Kathleen's mouth. Her <laughs> cake. <laughs> so I feel like Kathleen here... It's a bunt cake. <laughs> I feel like Kathleen here... Potentially thinks that boyfriend is like they're not fully she's not fully out of the picture. Well, yeah, correct. Yeah, right-o. That's and, what I would be thinking. Yeah, in that situation. But I fall in love with men at the grocery store. So yeah, 
<laughs> fell in love with the zucchini <laughs> whilst I'm here in the fruit section in my bunt cake. <laughs> um, so she starts to do some digging as any good, like, psychopath millennial does. Perfect. Us included. Yeah. Notices a girl commenting on his Instagram. Ooh, get him, Kath. Which looked familiar. Oh. Here we go. Goes onto our profile and realizes that this girl <laughs> works under her and she is her manager. <gasps> get fucked. I know. No way. Lena. I just so feel wait, so bad so for you. So she manages the girl. She manages this new hooker. To be fair, actually, that's probably a really mean assessment. Do we know that she's... Do we know... Wait, do we know anything about this hooker? Or we just know that they follow? No, nothing. Oh, okay. So we don't know if she's a hooker. Maybe it's like his cousin. I find out. Uh-oh. Next stop point. My boyfriend slash ex-boyfriend actually has a new girlfriend. Who is this girl? Who is my employee? Who works under me? Oh! I mean, I kind of knew you were going to say that. But like... You know what they say. Like, if you're trying to get over someone, <laughs> have sex with a girl who works under someone. Fuck their... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say fuck their manager, but that's not the right... No, no. fuck their staff. Fuck the, the... Yeah, the staff. And then the last dot point is a bit of a long-winded one. My ex-boyfriend cheated on his new girlfriend with me, and I'm actually her manager. What a way to find out. Haha, <laughs> I'm totally over it now. <laughs> well, good for you, Kat. Yeah. God, the but new girl, the new... How traumatic. F- that floozy ain't getting any employee of the well, month I'm from just, her. I would just like so. to think, because I'm very, yeah, the girls, that she just doesn't know that he's been sleeping with... Do we know that, though? Girls are, girls are fucked. Some girls, like, too. Some True. girls do the weirdest shit for men. It's the one thing about females. Which we would never do. Young female culture. Like, I just find that, like, don't... Know your worth, girls. Like, some of the shit you do, just... Know your worth, Khalid. Burn your fellow female kind. Yeah, right. Boys suck. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah, But girls do a lot of weird shit to their friends over boys. They do. There's Um, an episode there. We'll come back to that. (laughs) Literally, I was like, God, we're losing her again. (sighs) Um, I've got a story. Okay, tell me. So this one's pretty, like, wild. Great. In the sense that it's one of those, like... What's the source of this story? Is another listener story. Okay, great. Perfect. So, basically the story's really long. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm not going to read it out, but I'm going to I'm gonna just tell out yeah, my summation know, because give, give me the, um, we're on a time limit, unfortunately. Yeah. So, basically, um, boy meets girl. Mm-hmm. Very, like, high school sweetheart vibes. Girl is very much hopeless romantic. Like, um, you know, very, like, Disney movie kind of vibes. Great. Princess, like, wants everything, wants the man who's, like, going to look after her, blah, blah, blah. They're ticking all those boxes. Mm-hmm. He proposes everything going really well. Always looking great on the horizon. They then go A to... storm is brewing. I can feel it, though. Oh, you've seen this movie before. <laughs> yeah, I've seen this Disney movie. <laughs> then they... The big wedding day comes. There's, like, you know, all the hype around it. Um, both man... Man? Husband... <laughs> Both. Oh, we need. I'll give them some names. Yeah, please. Go on. Um, what turn. about um, Aladdin and Jasmine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to say Trent and Diana for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> so Aladdin and Jazz are, you know, destined to be wed. Always looking well. The wedding is like on a grand scale. Like okay. it's at like the Park Hyatt yeah. in the. Aladdin um, Jazz have pulled no stops. Yeah, it's at the palace in Agrabah. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, at a big elaborate wedding at the Park Hyatt um, in the city. Like, um, one of the, the churches, like, the big one in the CBD. Like, it's it's huge. Sure. 
Fuck. So they're married successfully. It's a beautiful day. I love that. Like we pulled it off. Yeah. They're successfully wed. It's it was all credits roll. They you know front page of the Herald Sun. Yeah, yeah. right. Time Aladdin for the sequel. And, and then one month later, Aladdin starts to behave quite bizarre. Okay. So Aladdin and Jazz the picture. are living together. Bizarre being like really distant from Jazz. Yeah. Jazz doesn't really know what's going on. By the way, Jazz is the one who wrote in to us. So this is from Jazz's point of view. Sure. So Jazz is like feeling like, what the fuck's going on with Al? He's like, yeah. you know, being, he's had one too many monkey juices and he's being weird. Yeah, right. Um, he would come home basically and just do like, you know, really like be quite cold with her and really distant with her. And like, they're supposed to be in this like honeymoon phase where they've just wed after such a build up of their relationship. And mm. he was basically being a really piece of shit. Okay. Um, to the point where... She was kind of like, well, what the fuck do I do? Like, my husband won't talk to me, won't, like, engage with me. God, they weren't stressful. having sex. Like, they were just literally, like, gone from amazing to on the rocks. Okay. Almost instantly. To the point where one day Al just doesn't come home. Mm-hmm. Can't find Al. Don't know where Al is. Gone out for a pack of ciggies. Never came back. Yeah. Well, it turns out the ciggy, he loves smoking ciggies in Bali. And oh, it's flown God. all over. Well, they're so cheap. They're so cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and has gone all the way to Bali and is now and decided to become a yogi and yoga instructor and started a oh brand new God. life over there without telling Jazz about any of this. Fuck. And Jazz is just left in her new mansion all alone. Okay, so this is what I, my question. Obviously, they've paid for this wedding somehow. Where is the money sitting? As in, from who? It's like, been yeah, paid. Where, pardon? It's all paid for already, the wedding. Yeah, I know, but as in, where, where did that money come from? Like, who's rich? Uh, both well, both families would have put oh, okay. in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty minty. But the, 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 if we want to talk money, the plot thickens on that. Like the house that they're obviously living in, then they had to go through like a breakup and stuff. She goes on to say in the terms of like all the assets, which like he really like made her life hard, even though he was the one who left, which I just think so fucked. But yeah, point of the story is Jasmine got screwed over and Aladdin ran off to Bali, Fuck. which is just bizarre. There's nothing more sexy than a division of assets, is there? Wow. But, like, the heartbreak that, like, that you would feel of after that, like, in oh, that prime awful. of your life where you think, like, I've just met the, like, love of my life forever. We're probably about to have kids and start the, the next chapter and see you later. God, you're really invested in this story. You see sure you in, you're not Jasmine? See, <laughs> see you at fucking Cooter Bar or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, see you at Sky Garden. Yeah. Oh, they're smoking your the cheap darts. <laughs> Yeah, in Seminyak. Oh my god, how traumatic. So traumatic. Our listeners have actually been through some shit. I find this out more and more every week. Like, our lives are vanilla compared to our listeners. Damaged goods. Literally. Tuning in. What does that say about us? (laughs) Okay, well, in saying all of that, in the psycho-ness of men in our lives, in our listeners' (laughs) lives, I guess. Yeah, right. What are some active things that we can do or slash provide for our listeners to deal with a heartbreak? Remedies, because well, we actually we actually posed this as well to the to the listeners 100%. throughout the I week. Think we should read we? some of them out actually, because some of them are pretty pretty good and pretty <laughs> fucked. Yeah, all in the same breath. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but you know, there's uh, there's no escaping the heartbreak. So what can we do to combat it? You know, let's well, that's get, it. Be practical. Yep. So. Remedies, let's have a look at some of the ones from the listeners because you guys are, you know, who we live for. Mm. Some of them Can't are good. Can't do without you. That's it. Some <laughs> of them are good. Like um, someone here's written like cut off communication, mute them on social media and staying off apps and stuff. 100% agree. I think mm-hmm. that that's definitely something that 
really helps just like propel, propel you, propel, propel. Yeah. Propel you in the right direction. To, I didn't even know what you were trying to say. Sorry. In right direction to get over it, I guess. Yep. Rather than sort of feeding on that bad energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But boring. <laughs> Let's read the funny ones. <laughs> okay. Go. What about, um, sports and wine? Yeah. Sports and wine. <laughs> what listener wrote sports? No, well, that's it. You're listening to the wrong podcast. I don't know what to say to you. Um, God, someone's just written more dick. Well, that's it. We actually got a lot that just said dick yeah. or something along those lines. So obviously those people that on your wavelength just get back underneath someone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They're your people. Yeah. <laughs> My people are these ones. Self-care journey. Yeah. And I'm like, well, someone else said revs. <laughs> Our people. That's me, yeah. <laughs> Dick and revs. That's it. Sex and drugs. Good friends was actually written a lot, which I think is a really good one. Mm. And so fucking true. Like, I would have been lost yep. without my friends. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I really liked is, which I think it would be an important, you know, ingredient for yep. a breakup, a good crying playlist and a good Beyonce fuck you playlist. Perfect. It's kind of like going through that motion of I like, am sucker one for to that. the next. Well, I've been, I've been wanting to ask you a whole episode. Mm. What would your breakup song be? Or what has it been? Or what is it? <laughs> There's so many. So breakup songs First for me. one that comes to your head. Oh. Um, there was one for my very first time that I was ever in love, which mm. was Heart Attack by Trey Songs. Okay. I thought you were going to say by Demi Lovato. No, no, no. <laughs> um, there was... There's a couple like little mix ones in there. Yeah, okay. Um, cause they're always good. Mm-hmm. Where are, what else? I'm a bit like, for me, a breakup song sometimes is also not just like a power song. It's like a song that reminded me of yes. our relationship, yeah. which was just like, that makes sense. Probably more like our songs, mm-hmm. which then become breakup songs. Cause yep, they're the ones yep, that yep. I would just put on repeat and just bawl my eyes out yep. to. Hence the little mix. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, uh, yeah, I, but I was a sucker for that. Like, for me, it was like, if I'm going to be sad, let's speed up the process and just cry it all out now. I'll say I'm the opposite. However, you know that driver's license song? No. Oh, my God. Well, here's a record to quote you. Go on. This song, Driver's License, that has come out fairly recently. Yeah. Fuck. I put it on and I cry about breakups I've never even had. Fuck. I've got to play it. It is... Somehow the saddest song ever. And it's literally about like a 16 year old girl breaking up with her boyfriend. Oh, okay. It's fucking intense. Someone told me that they were leaving work the other day, like quitting their (laughs) job. And I put on driver's license with one of the girls I work with and we just cried. Okay. So you, you baffle me because you're so emotionless. And then all of a sudden you're just like, can just give me a bit of Olivia Rodrigo and I'm (laughs) game over. Oh my God. You're fucking funny. Um, Someone else wrote time, mm. which I think is so true. Because Actually, most people wrote time. Yeah. Which is like, I guess, so obvious, hey, when you think about it, like time heals all wounds, the more time that goes on, like it does get easier. Mm. And if you are listening to this and going through a breakup, I guess that's like the first bit of advice that I will give you is it definitely gets easier. Yep. It definitely comes in waves and you might not ever fully like recover from how you felt at the time, but you 100% come to terms with it and live again and love again. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's beautiful. Poem. Poem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so obviously you're... Mrs. Sorry, I don't know what that poem was. <laughs> <laughs> it's just shouting out words at you. <laughs> Literally, as you do. Um, 
just as I'm about to say you're the guru, <laughs> you're like not making any sense. But I was going to say, as you know, the guru, Miss Expert over yeah. here. Yeah. Do you think and have you learnt anything important from your breakups in the past? Oh, Obviously, well, you touched on like you've owned a home, blah, 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 that you might not have done. Yeah. But I guess broader like internal things. Like what have you got for me? 100%. Well, like I guess the first point on that is um, going through that breakup is such a self-growth journey mm. if you want it to be. And you will go through the phases. You're at the start, you'll be sad, and then you'll cry, and then you'll party, and then you'll probably cry again. But eventually, you probably realize that you're like, fuck, I need to just start doing some things that are better for me, that are good for me. And then you have to sort of ask yourself, like, fuck, what are those things? Because you can't start to move on and get back to, like, normality if you don't. Yeah. Um. So, you know, then you might be like, fuck, like, for me, it was like, I want to get back into the gym again, start feeling good again, exercising, like, Mm -hmm. you know, making that time for yourself and doing things that I probably stopped doing when I was in that relationship. Sure. Um, So, yeah, I think that that's, yeah, definitely a lesson. But just, like, you learn sort of much about yourself, like, just sort of, like, why, you know, the way you tick as a person and, like, what's good for you and what's bad for you in that sense of, like, you know, okay, so I really enjoy being social with my friends and I need them around and I've got so much value, put so much, you know, new place value on them that I maybe hadn't realized that I needed them so much when I was, you know, in a relationship because all of my eggs were focused on that. Whereas, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I understand that I just said all of my eggs are focused <laughs> yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah. Eggs? Can you focus elsewhere, please? Eggs? Look at my place. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think that you kind of, like, I had so many things that I was like, fuck, this is so shit that this has happened to me, but I'm so grateful for my mum who was there to, you know, who's there to support you and like family and stuff. Cause like, you know, mm. they, she, I was living there again. And then like friends who would be like, come for drinks and like, you know, things like that, that are like, wow, I'm so lucky to have that stuff. Sure. Um, so you kind of have this, a new perspective, I think. And I think if you don't sort of, if you're not really leveling up post breakup, you need to kind of have a look as to why. Okay. Because you so probably what just was your, because you're tangenting again. Sorry. What was your biggest <laughs> level up? Like talk me through the, sh- the breakup that I guess well, changed you the most. Probably my first time I was ever in love with someone. Okay. Um, Paint the picture. How heavy time, heavy time for me. I was closeted. Right. Oh, so back. kind of touching on the unrequited love thing that we spoke about earlier. Mm-hmm. So I was, I had fallen in love with my best friend who was actually straight Classic. Classic. I mean, that's an episode there, isn't it? hundred percent. Well, let's <laughs> circle back to that. Yeah, God. But I guess for the purpose of this episode, so the heartbreak element was like, you know, this, this is the first time I'd ever really felt love for mm. someone. And I think you don't really feel heartbreak, proper heartbreak, the crippling one, unless you're really actually in love. Yep. Because that's the shit that fucks you up. So, yeah, I was in love with this person for the first time ever, which... Look, was so fucked when it all, like, you know, came to a head. Like, I couldn't actually continue to be his friend anymore because I, it was just becoming impossible for me. Like, we'd go yeah. out somewhere and he'd hook up with a girl and take her home or something and I would just have to watch. And it was just crippling. Like, I And he didn't know you were gay at no, this point? No. Okay, shit. So, that was super, super hard. But it what it did, and I guess the lesson from that was it pushed me to want to to come out yeah right which like you know the I don't know what the saying is again I fucked all my sayings up this episode well that's what made you start sucking dicks at the truck stop I suppose (laughs) 
I mean, no. <laughs> I was already sucking those. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, just no one knew. No, but I, <laughs> I, that, I guess the, the silver lining there and the flower that kind of bloomed out of that fuck situation, which was like where I was mentally crazy from that heartbreak, mm. was the fact that I realized, well, yes, the heartbreak sucked, but being in love with someone and having that feeling was really beautiful. So yeah. I want that with the right person. And someone and you can do tell. That, I needed to come out of the closet. Yeah, right. So that's oh, wow. what pushed me to come out. Do you think that this boy knows the impact that he had on you? He knows now. I had to tell him because oh. you know, I had to stop being his friend and he had no idea what was going oh, on because I just started behaving like a genuine psychopath. Yeah. To the point where it was like impacting my friendship with him so much and impacting all of our other friends around. And I like a few of my girlfriends knew how I actually felt. Mm. And I was just like it was impacting everyone in our group. And I was like, I need to call this out because yep. this is my shit that I is now filtering into everyone else. So, cause I just couldn't get a grip on it. And like, that's what I mean by like that crazy breakup feeling when like, you're really like heartbroken. Like shit. it's fucked. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My friends still refer to that period of time in my life where I was, yeah. um, yeah, because of that. Well, thank God you're such a stable rock these days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so he did end up um, finding out because I had to tell him and that was a whole other thing. But it was a it was a process for me to, to also own my shit and actually be able to say out loud, like, mm. I'm gay and I have feelings for you. Like, which is just like a whole yeah. another set of level up growth. So yeah, the level up there was huge. Mm-hmm. Pushed me forward and to, again, another push into the, the journey that you're supposed another to push. be on. And now so, we can't shut you up. That's it. About being a big flamo. <laughs> A flamo. That's definitely my definition. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, what did you learn this episode, Mitchell? Because obviously, you know, you were like, what, what do I have? You know? Do you know, I actually think I learned that I potentially have felt something closer to a heartbreak than I thought. Yeah. Just thinking back, thinking how, you know, damaged I must have been to <laughs> have taken a swing at you. <laughs> okay. We're back there. Yeah. I'm yeah. back down to it. What about you? What did you learn? Oh, I learned that, I learned that, which I kind of already knew. All right. So, so it's, it's not really a learn, no. but it's a reminder, I guess, that. Good to reinforce. It will suck. Things will suck, but just keep going. Because like the, the little rosebud that blooms out of the thorn, the stick with the thorns is mm. fucking amazing. Yeah. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. hundred percent. And Holy maybe I need it. to get under some more people. <laughs> <laughs> to get over some others. According everyone to all my listeners, yeah, I'm right. the odd one out here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Self-help Great. books aren't fucking me. <laughs> Great. Well, let's wrap it up there, I think. Yes. Um, as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. If you did enjoy it, make sure on whatever you're listening to us on that you hit subscribe and follow and leave a comment and do everything else because we do really appreciate that support. Absolutely. All the things he said. Um, and yeah, obviously head to the Instagram if you haven't done that already. Which is? Message on the machine. Yep. M- That's the one. E-S- okay, no, I I'm think they get it. Head there and chuck us a follow and go through and like every post. That'd be great. Oh, you get a bit husky there, Dove. And put us on your stories. I'll just say Adrian's bit because he's currently passed out. Um, make sure you do post us on your stories because we really do appreciate it. And that's how more random damaged people find us. I'm not passed out. Mitch has just, um, put a ball gag in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week. Bye.